welcome to Faith and Good Counsel, where we talk about ways to live a virtuous life and all of the things that affect us in our vocation in whatever state of life we may be in. And now your host, Stacy Galino. Hey everybody, so glad to be with you today once again here on Faith and Good Counsel. I'm Stacy Galino. It's always such an honor to be with you in your cars, in your home, wherever you may be listening on your TuneIn Radio app or on your AM radio or on your computer for that matter. I'm so happy to have back with me today a return guest. Uh, that makes you now family father, <laughs> but I'm welcoming uh, once again <laughs> Father Basil Burns to this show. Welcome, Father. Uh, hello, Stacey. Yes, and you may remember, listeners, my dear listeners, that Father Basil was with us several months ago speaking about the brokenhearted, about depression, and about the hope that our faith gives us. And I've asked Father to come back to talk with us. He and I both have a very um, distinct interest um, in your soul and in our souls Absolutely. and in the new age and in protecting protecting from evil and um, teaching about what does that really, really mean. And so I hope that, that you will um, listen with an open heart and an open mind and know that we may say some things today that may be new to you and you may go, hmm, but remember that we're telling you with, with great love um, and we, ha- we are going to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to come and to protect us while we are doing so, as well as St. Michael the Archangel. And just know that we speak uh, with compassion and truth today to you. And if you have any questions, you know, you can always email me here at Escalino at CatholicCommunityRadio.org, or you can send me a little message on uh, Facebook as well. So, Father, you know, it's so, so important to begin every show, but especially this show um, with prayer. So if you would, may I ask you to pray the, uh, the prayer to St. Michael the Archangel, please. All right, and let's begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, Cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl around the world seeking ruin of souls. Amen. Amen. You know, Father, before the show, you prayed the Benedictine prayer that was really beautiful. So would you mind offering that one again, too? Uh, That's, yeah, the Benedictine prayer, uh, which uh, is uh, written, well, at least the first uh, letter of the Latin is imprinted on the uh, St. Benedict medal. Yes. Uh, and the English translation would be, uh, Begone, Satan, tempt me not with your vanities. The cup that you offer me is poison. Uh, I command you to drink it yourself. Amen. And I, 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 I love that prayer. This is the first time, well, now the second time that I'm hearing it, the first time <laughs> for you, dear listeners, perhaps. But I think it is so apropos to what we're talking about today, because, Father, when I, when I think of the New Age, to me, that's just code word for the occult. And so yes. I would like to know, it sounds kind of cool, you know, new age, but really there's a very insidious toxicity to it. And I'd like to just ask you, what is it that we're talking about when we say, when we refer to the new age? Well, the the difficulty in, of course, talking about new age is that uh, it's very much a, a hodgepodge of a number of different spiritualities that... 
the actual phrase new age, uh, and of course I won't get into the astronomy of it, but every 2,000 years or so, the sun is supposed to move into the constellation of Aquarius. Okay. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm remembering a song from yes, my childhood. Yes, <laughs> exactly. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. And right? that's exactly mm-hmm. where the song comes from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was supposed to actually happen around the 60s. And there was this expectation that humanity was going to come to some, you know, huge enlightenment and that... Uh, we would all recognize ourselves as divine beings, and mm. there wouldn't be any more war and and all sorts of wonderful thoughts of unity and love, which in and of itself is fine. Uh, but uh, of course, the the way that we achieve that, well, there's a lot of different ways that we can try to achieve uh, unity and enlightenment and love. And uh, New Age uh, gives us some pretty uh, difficult or dangerous paths. Yeah, absolutely. But it, and it can be very difficult for us in this day and age, Father, to try to discern. You know, so many people don't know their faith. I know that's not applying to any of you, my dear listeners. I know you all know <laughs> your faith and you're listening to Catholic Community Radio and you're reading your scripture and learning the catechism and all these beautiful things and you are armed. I know you are. But if you're not, you need to keep listening. Okay. But very easy to be led astray, Father, because there's, it's like the shiny apple from the Garden of Eden. We're tempted on so many, many levels and in so many ways. And we, if we don't know our faith, if we're not armed, you know, then we don't know how to discern. So how, what can we, what do we need to know? Just some very basic things about discerning what's new age, which can reference God and angels and sound really good, sound really holy. But what, what discern, what distinguishes that from our Catholic Christian doctrine? Okay, that, that is a very difficult question. Uh, one thing I would just like to preface by saying is if, if you have a question at all, about whether or not a certain practice or a certain belief is um, is well questionable. Yes, you're probably on to something. That's right. Your gut um, is usually, and if girls, your feminine genius was put there by by God. Okay, use it if it's telling you, mm, or you have to even question. Right, Father, is right. this something I should be involved in? Right. The answer is probably not, right? Probably not. I mean, anything that uh, there's so many different uh, things that we need to be careful of, and that's why it's, of course, always good to know our faith. But uh, anything that offers very, I guess, very questionable ideas about meditation, Mm -hmm. uh, you have to be very careful what you are praying to. Yes. Uh, is it a real, is it the real Jesus exactly. Christ or is it this sort of cosmic goo, this, you know, universal cosmic non-person being source, you know, right. what have you, the one oneness, you know, that, that has no personal being to it. Well, often uh, the kinds of meditations uh, that, uh, that uh, New Age will focus on is it's often called centering prayer or transcendental meditation. Uh, it's it's actually getting you to focus really on your your own soul 
Right. And almost praying to yourself. Right. Really. Or, or dare we say yeah. praying to yourself, being on the altar of yourself, because it right. turns you inward. Right. You know, and one of the buzzwords, you mentioned transcendental meditation. One of the buzzwords in, in my neck of the woods in, in psychiatry, mental health, which is fraught with new age mm-hmm. uh, kinds of philosophies, is mindfulness. Now, being mindful is a wonderful thing, but what if you, what have you, what are you being mindful of? Exactly. You know, yes. <laughs> but, but, but code word for transcendental meditation is mindfulness, and there are all kinds of mindfulness therapies. You know, but so I know I asked you a really big, yeah. big question, Father, and and in the end, we again, it it's really very simple in some respects because we have to know our faith. That requires effort on our part, doesn't it? Yes, it you does. know. Yeah, make it easy for yourself. Listen to Catholic radio, you know, uh, going to mass, participating in the sacraments, all of the beautiful seven sacraments of the of the church, visiting a holy priest, making maybe it's a little more effort for you to read Holy Scripture, the word of God and our catechism. You know, I mean, that those are ways that and so many other ways to to arm yourself, to inform yourself so that you can begin to discern much more quickly, is this something that I need to be involved in or not? You know, because you can't know or love what you don't know, right, Father? Precisely. Exactly. So there's so many ways that we inadvertently or perhaps intentionally, I hope not, um, but open ourselves up to the evil one through the influences of the New Age. Father, wouldn't you agree that we are simply surrounded in our world? Yes. I mean, the problem with, of course, just like you mentioned, just knowing your faith and discerning between right and wrong is our culture is absolutely inundated with all kinds of different ideas about spirituality uh, and about religion. And that can be good in the sense that we don't necessarily want to be judgmental, but certainly as, as Catholic Christians... If we're introduced to anything uh, that that tries to manipulate other people or to manipulate spiritual forces into doing mm-hmm. something that we want, things like crystals, mm-hmm. um, tarot cards. Uh, yeah, those are everywhere, Father. All that is. I mean, you awful. know, there's a holy Bible and tarot cards in the in your big box you know, bookstore. I mean, yes. you just like right. one right by the other. It's, it's, it's literally good and evil sitting next to, one. I've seen this. Right. Yes. It's, it is very upsetting to me. Well, and the, the problem and tarot, it really, it actually began as a game, but, uh, it has developed, uh, since then into something, uh, that, that truly purports to, to manipulate the forces of fate, uh, or possibly even to summon, Mm-hmm. spirits, mm-hmm. Uh, we have to realize that by getting involved with things like this, um, it's almost like making a, a telephone call to a spirit that you really might not need to be talking to. Right. An evil spirit, uh, Father. Is, I mean, exactly. you can say it. Yeah. yeah an can, evil one. It is evil uh, one. It's not from God. No. No, it's no. not from God. And in fact, it is breaking the first commandment. Absolutely. Is it not? It is mortal sin it is divination magic sorcery all of these things that we are commanded not to do when 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 the commandment says you shall have no other gods before me we are participating in breaking that 
commandment and, and removing ourselves from the graces, you know, from our Lord. So, and he tells us not to do these things, both in scripture, very clear, yeah. and in our catechism. And you can see that beginning at 2110. Well, you know, Father, gosh, time is already flying. There's so much to talk about, and we're already at break time. Can you believe wow. that? Wow. I know. Time do fly. <laughs> There's so much to say. Well, well, I tell you what, when we come back, we're going to continue to talk about the ways in which we, we open ourselves up unintended okay to the evil one and then what we can do about that and what we should do about that so so stay with us i'm stacy galino here with you today on faith and good counsel with my very dear friend and guest father basil burns we'll be right back are you one of the millions of americans who can't get their day started without a cup of liquid defibrillation if so you're not alone Morning coffee deficiency affects more and more of us each year. Catholic Community Radio may be able to help you get the caffeine you need to live a normal, productive life. Join the Coffee Club, a growing number of folks just like yourself who use their stainless steel dosage tumbler to get just the right amount of coffee to face the day. Don't let morning coffee deficiency keep you in the breakfast nook. Visit CatholicCommunityRadio.com today. Welcome back, everybody. This is Stacey Galena with Faith and Good Counsel. I'm here with my guest today, Father Basil Burns. Father, welcome. And Thank so you. we are talking about the new age today, covered covered with the Holy Spirit and St. Michael's, mm-hmm. Michael's sword today, uh, praying for protection as we do so um, with great love for you. So, Father, we were talking before the break about divination we were reflecting on the catechism very quickly and you wanted to make a clarification yeah i i think that it's important and one uh, distinction or, or question that i think might be on people's minds is what what's really the difference between when i'm praying or when i'm just doing something like consulting a medium mm-hmm. uh or calling on some angelic spirit from a book or even saying a spell like what well, what's really the difference yes. And there's there's a huge difference, Stacy. Um, uh, when when I certainly do something like cast a spell, and it might sound strange to some people, but if you go to Barnes and Noble, you, you've got an entire shelf full oh, yeah, of spell full, books. Yeah, you know? and yeah. This is this is something that a lot of people are doing. Uh, one of them, when I pray to the Lord. I'm putting it in his hands. Mm-hmm. He is the power. Right. He is the authority. I'm certainly letting him know maybe what my preferences are, mm-hmm. but ultimately I, I'm I'm leaving it in his hands, my, my fate. But when I'm uh, saying a spell or when I'm using uh, crystals or consulting a medium, I'm really attempting to manipulate others. I'm te- I'm attempting to get secret information mm-hmm. um and it, it's it really is it's a manipulation would you say um, that whether intentional or not that that i am trying to be the god in those situations it, it, exactly i am trying to 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 take control that's right that's right, right. And, and that's and it is a it is a huge difference that's right so we um, have holiness or we have evil Right. So right. divination would be the evil. And then we s- surrender in our prayer and our communication with our our almighty God, our father, you know, total surrender to divine providence, total abandonment to his will. That's two right. separate 
and completely bipolar, <laughs> bipolar event. So very good. Very, I'm so glad you, you brought that up, Father, because I, I think that is a good question and people, people do have. Well, we were talking earlier, just getting into how we unknowingly open ourselves up to the evil one. It's really not hard in this day and time. I mean, no. we do so really in some respects, Father, through ignorance nowadays. Sure. I mean, because we're just so numbed. We're, we're bombarded. Maybe, you know, like you said, walking into the big box bookstores, magazines when you're at the doctor's office, just just magazines in the in the seat pocket there um, full of new age kinds of ideas, the law of attraction, you know, the latest, the next episode of Long Island Medium. I mean, the horoscope on page 37, you know, it's just right. it's literally everywhere. But we can have an unhealthy curiosity too, father, you yes. know, can't we? Yeah. I, and that unhealthy curiosity is, is extremely dangerous. Uh, I've thought to myself before that, you know, cur- <laughs> that there's that saying curiosity can kill the cat yeah. it can kill your soul too. And, and yes, I think that some people have uh, the, the false understanding that, Oh, well, if I do something ignorantly, it can't hurt me. And that is absolutely false. Good. Say that again, okay. Father. This is so important. I'm so glad you're uh, saying this. Let, let me put it this way. If I unknowingly walk off the edge of a cliff, I'm still yeah. going to get killed <laughs> or hurt. Yes. Okay. Um, Logic would say that <laughs> okay. by the same turn. So if I, if I start flipping through spell books or if I am actually uh, taking... Uh, objects that have been uh, cursed, Mm -hmm. or if I'm consulting mediums who regularly, in fact, talked to demons, uh, I can be hurt by that. Absolutely. And this is not far off, freakish kind of stuff that happens to other people. I have, I, in my own practice, Father, people would come to me for therapy, for medication because of their misery Mm -hmm. and and admit to involvement in these kinds of things. And surely you see this in the confessional. Yes, I have actually had uh, situations, and of course I can't say what's no. happened in confession, I... but uh, people that have confessed to some of these practices that, that have been plagued with uh, certain health problems or plagued with uh, severe depression and actually have those things disappear Wow. After repenting from it. Wow. Um, I, I have seen that firsthand more than once. Wow. Uh, so th- this is very real. Uh, it's very real because Satan is real, isn't he? Yes. I know in our day and time, <laughs> yes. we don't like to think because everything's nice and there's no sin. And we just make up our own truth within ourselves. And there's no good and evil, right? <laughs> Wrong. 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 There is absolutely good and evil. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know. As we've been mentioning, it it can be very easy to fall into this kind of thing. You know, girlfriends talking, have you read Eckhart Tolle's book? You know, Mm. have you watched, did you watch Oprah Winfrey lately? I'm seeing a lot of likes going on over social media for someone who is one of Oprah's girls, if you will. A very nice lady. And may I say, I'm sure very well-intentioned, very well-intentioned. Her name is Mm. the Reverend Dr. Iyanla Vanzant. Now, like many people who get involved with new age kinds of things, she has a very wounded, wounded past. I looked up information about her. I've heard her speak before. 
Um, and again, like I say, a beautiful woman, um, and well-intentioned, but you don't have to look far to see that she is very heavily into the new age. And I mean, big time into the new age, but it can be very confusing because as you look at it, she's mentioning God and the spirit and it's all this flowery, beautiful, lovely language. And it draws us in just like the apple in the garden, Mm -hmm. just like the apple in the garden. And you know, so many of us are so wounded in our hearts that we identify with her. I mean, her history, motherless at age three, raped at age nine she was a mom herself by 16 uh beaten in her marriage from age 22 to 30 then she you know rose up on her own right because she's did this on her own is what she says law school graduate and now she is a a reverend in some kind of spirituality and just sharing all the things that she knows on the oprah network so again very well intentioned but fraught with all these kinds of new age um influences father i i'd like to certainly say something about that and certainly her her story is a tragic one and i've i've often seen people with stories like that get involved uh with the new age movement uh because the new age the new age movement promises that we'll have control uh, over our spirituality and over our destiny and there's some truth to that in the sense that certainly we have free will and we mm-hmm. can choose between good and evil, right. uh, but we cannot manipulate the divine. And if we attempt to, uh, then, then we're really playing, we're playing Satan's game. Uh, one thing that I find that uh, is very insidious about the New Age movement is that it, it gives people the illusion that they are spiritual people without any real content of faith. Now explain um, that farther. That, you know, in other words, if, if I'm talking about certain kinds of meditation or, or spirits or something like that, I can convince myself that I am being a spiritual person mm-hmm. uh, without this idea that I am going to be judged uh, right. for doing uh, evil or without any... Uh, idea that, uh, well, authority exists in Jesus right. Christ and in God right. the Father. Um, it, it, I can, in other words, spirituality is a, is a game. Mm, that uh, I manipulate exactly. and that I'm in control of. Uh, yeah, there's that old, old uh, you know, that abandonment to divine providence that for, to someone who is traumatized and does, does not understand the beauty of our faith can can be drawn away to this more vague kind of right. I'm going to be in tro- control where I wasn't in control before and now no one can ever hurt me again. But it's a delusion. It, yes, it's a lie. It's a fa- from the father of lies. Yes, I mean it, you know it's, it says in scripture you know that never is Satan uh, so convincing as when he appears as an angel of light. Yes, uh, and Saint Paul even warns. Uh, and it's an incredibly important warning uh, that he he mentions to his community, and I forget exactly which one. It might be Colossians, but I could be wrong. That even if an angel appears to them preaching a different gospel than he preached, then they are to be anathema. They are to be kicked out. Wow. Okay. And uh, you know, that what a what a, a decisive warning. He's to, even if an angel appears, wow, wow, uh, that 
in other words, we are supposed to be very well grounded in precisely what the gospel says because we are told by Jesus himself, by Peter and by Paul, that false teachers will arise uh, to manipulate and to lead astray. And that and Revelation mentions that, uh, of course, in the final days, even some of the elect will be deceived. Yes. Uh, and that, that statement actually scares it, the heck it, out of yes. me. Um, yes. We do know how it ends, oh, Father. We do have the hope of victory in the end. But it, yes, yes, that is, this is why we must, as, as much as possible, stay in a state of grace, right? And, right. and, and align ourselves with, with the magisterium of the Catholic Church so that we do not that hold on to that rope in the boat to behind St. Peter, right? Mm-hmm. And don't, don't look over the boat and dip your toe in and get <laughs> curious on this side. What's going on? Keep your eyes straight and hold on to that rope behind St. Peter, who is at the helm leading us home. Yeah, right? Absolutely. Amen. Well, what can we do, Father, if someone's listening and they've dabbled a little bit? Maybe they've done the pedicures and psychics thing or, mm-hmm. you know, palm reading. And uh, you know, God, I, I read my horoscope every day and I, I act upon that we, all the way up to and including, you know, even worse things. I mean, mm-hmm. what what can someone do? What's the first? I know the first thing I would do. But what, what would you say? OK, Ed, the first thing that you need to do. Uh, is go to confession. Yes, run. Uh, Don't walk to confession. Run. There is no, and the the church as a whole um, don't have an understanding that even something like a blessed object or a blessing or anything of that sort, none of those things are as powerful as one of the sacraments. Yes. Uh, Confession and anointing, in these cases, being the chief. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, if you've done something like cast a spell or played with a Ouija board or tarot cards mm-hmm. or gone to a medium. Played seances. Yes, seances. Yeah, that's a big one at parties. Mm-hmm. Please go to confession because the way that I like to, to view it is that if if you've done these things, you may have opened some doors mm-hmm. to, um, well, to, to hell, to, yes, to bad places. Absolutely. Absolutely. And confession can close those doors. Right. And just because something bad hasn't happened to you yet doesn't mean it won't. Because he wants to keep you trapped, right? right? It's going to delude you and delude you until finally the bad stuff begins to happen. And there are numerous stories that tell this tale. Numerous. I've read them. I've read them. Well, Father, we're coming just about to the end of our time. Any last little pearl of wisdom before I read some scripture to take us out? Hmm, A final pearl of wisdom. And, you know, nothing is really coming to mind. There's there's so, so much to talk about. You said the most important thing, run, don't walk (laughs) to a holy Catholic priest to to be reconciled with Christ. It may take more than one time, right? I mean, for deep infestations, I mean, there may be, it may not be that simple, Father, depending on how deep. I mean, the the number one, uh, and actually uh, exorcists uh, will talk about this, that uh, the chief way that we exercise our souls is by simply living a, a good Christian life. Amen. But that, that should begin, at least, by going to confession. Amen. Well, you know, Father, we need, there's so much more to talk about with New Age. Thank you so much for being with us. And I just well, you're want to end with some scripture here. This is Ephesians six eleven. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we are not contending against flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against the powers, 
against the world rulers of this present darkness, against the spiritual host of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, take the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Wow, there's so much more, so much more, my dear ones. I hope that you have received something that that uh, spoke to your heart today. We will see you next time on Faith and Good Counsel. Pox Christie. Bye-bye, y'all.